This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show is your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guests I interview, your input is value. If it's in the news, on TV, or at the movies, whether political, social, economic, or whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. Available in all states. Wake up, world. It's time for the William Malcolm Morning Show, where we encourage you to pursue your dreams and live a life filled with passion and purpose. So turn up your volume and prepare to be inspired. Now, here's your host, William Malcolm. What's up, Detroit, Michigan? It is a snowy day this Saturday. I woke up. I didn't think I had to put my boots on, but I had to get my boots on to come in here. I'm excited. I have an exciting guest today, Mr. Markel Stokes in studio. He brought along his grandfather, Mr. Brown, the cameraman, getting some shots of us. And I'm just excited because um, Markel is a student at uh, Frederick Douglass uh, Leadership Academy for Young Men, and I do some work out there with the Future Project, and uh, pretty much I'm I'm very impressed with this young man. So I put the challenge out to the group, and I said, who wants to come on the radio? And he definitely wanted to come on the show, so we're about to get into it. And I always like having uh, young men come on because society says so many things about our young men. Uh, they say that they are, are not assets. Uh, a lot of times, you you know, you just hear about them in a clip. A uh, young black male is killed, uh, black on black uh, crime, black lives matter, um, uh, all these different things. And it's always great to hear it come out of a young man's mouth. So with that, I'm going to give him a bell a couple of times, round of applause. <laughs> say say hello to uh, Detroit, Mr. Stokes. What's up, what's up, Detroit? How y'all doing? So you're trying to be cool, man. You know <laughs> what I mean? You know, don't embarrass me now. No, no, it's all good. But listen, um, you know, how am I going to start this? Okay, let me just ask you a question. We're just going to get into it. Um, what is it like being a young black male in Detroit? Being a young black male in Detroit, it's like you got to, like, stay to yourself and, like, you know, can't, like, be in too much business or in other people's business. got to stay to yourself, get your stuff done, and do you. Now, when you say you can't be in other people's business, what do you mean by that? Like dipping in the pot that don't belong to you. Dipping in the pot that don't belong to you. <laughs> I like this going to be a You teaching me yeah. all this lingo and everything. Let me write this down. <laughs> dipping in the pot that don't belong to you. Okay, so that, you know, I'm a little bit older. Just a little bit older than you. So I'm thinking that means like being nosy. Being, yeah, being okay, nosy. Okay, so when you're being nosy, like when I was growing up, being nosy, you know, it may somebody might have went off on you. They may have capped on you. Capping was, you know, we talked about each other. Or you may have gotten into a little fist fight. But being nosy today, what does that mean? Like, what what could be the ramifications of dipping in somebody else's pot? Be, being nosy today is like, like growing up in the hood and like in the suburbs, like totally different. Okay. So like, talk about that. Hood, talk about that. If you grow up in the hood and like you dip in somebody else's business, most likely you're going to get hurt or your family can get hurt. And it's just a whole altercation that can just lead to something that this shouldn't have led to. Now, see, that's what I'm. That's why I wanted Mr. Stokes to be on here, America, because you know 
When I was younger, I probably dipped in people's business all the time. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, but the ramifications weren't something that was going to be so detrimental to myself or my family. Nowadays, you know, when you do a, 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 a young person makes a mistake or it's not really a mistake. You make me say something. It could lead to getting harmed. It could lead to your family. Or even could, looking at somebody. Can, could even look at somebody. Yeah, nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah. So how does that feel? I mean, when you walk outside your house... And you, because you got to look at people, right? I mean, (laughs) so, I mean, just tell me, like, all the different things that you have to deal with on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Like, you got to make sure you ain't looking nobody dipping. Like, how how is that? Is this something that you've just been trained and you know, hey, listen, this is something I I better not do? Or how how do you keep yourself... But like, like where I grew up, at, I grew up on Jarrell. So like, it's like it's a whole lot of people and a whole lot of gangs. So like, you get cool with everybody. You grew up in the neighborhood, so everybody knows you. So some people mess with you, and some people don't. You know, you got they pick your battles for you. You don't pick your own battles. I like that. I like that. And so, and one of the things I'm gonna do, I'm about to brag on Mr. Stokes a little bit. Um, like I said, I run a program with the Future Project at Frederick Douglass and. I uh, named them uh, the Dream Kings, and um, I have about what well, we have about thirteen young men, 15. And fifteen, and we also impact the whole school. We do projects. We'll talk about some of those, but um, you know. So I started out last year, and this year I put out the call that I wanted some new Dream Kings, and, and, and Markel was very adamant about he wanted to be a Dream King. Now let me ask you, why were you so adamant about that? Um, cause like when I, like when I seen y'all around the school, like I was focused on getting my work. So then I seen y'all as you, as a black leader, okay. leading the group of young black men. So I'm like, I want to be a part of that group. Right. Right. And, and one of the things, um, and I'm, you know, your, your grandfather, make sure you get this on tape, man. Make sure you get this on tape <laughs> is that when I put out, uh, you guys had to go through a process, right? Yeah, a long process. A long process. <laughs> a long process. It wasn't that long, boy. All right. So what did you have to do? Just name some of the things, you know, like some of the papers you had to write. Talk about the process you had to so endure. endure. Like, <laughs> all right. So when I was filling out the application, it looked like a job application. At first. <laughs> But you had to fill out the application. You had to write it with an essay, right? That essay. You had to write an essay. I wrote one. And it's very to, good, by the way. Yeah, I had um, wrote. We had to answer a couple of questions too, and then we had to. Uh, oh, and then he he made us walk around our school <laughs> with the crowns on, saying, "What did we have to say?" You said, uh, "I'm a man." Um, I forget. So, I, yeah, I forget. Yeah, too. I forget. But but before that though. Uh, you had to go around and ask everyone what their goals were, remember? Yeah, and had to pass out, um, what did we give them? Yeah, well, I gave you a little something. To oh, get the, the Snickers. The yeah, Snickers I gave you candy. a little a little treat because people do things for treats, but you had to go around and ask. Yeah, I get the names. To get the names. names of how many and what their goals were. And I was very impressed with you because I, I saw it. you were very, you took that whole challenge over. Yeah. And that's when I said, okay, this young man. Then you had to go through interviews, remember? Yeah, but then I got I got all the 50 names on the same day. Same day. And I was same impressed day. by it. So let me ask you, man, because I saw something in you that day. You know, because when I gave that challenge, it was for you. Nobody else stepped up like you did. Right. Is that, is that, is that Markel? Is that you? Is that how you step up all the time, no matter what, what yeah, it is? It's like if somebody gives me a challenge or I always take the whole place. Okay, I'll take you. Just say that again, man. I gotta write that down. He got me some kicking knowledge. You say what now? I said if, if somebody give me a challenge, I always take the whole play. Take the Never whole play. Never half or a little. Never half or a little. I like that, man. I like that. So, talk about something else that you've taken the whole plate on in your life. 
um, far as sports and school, like somebody teacher gave me an assignment, I'm doing the whole assignment. Okay. Or like push come and shove, I'm finishing the whole thing. Okay. Or okay. football, I'm just, you know, practicing, getting stronger, getting bigger, faster, stronger. Now, what position do you play? A running back and line back. Running back. Yeah, you look like, you know, <laughs> I might be able to take you. My old days, I don't know. <laughs> but America, Detroit, this is a young black male. Do you hear what he's saying? He's not, you know, he's not a caricature. He's not a, a byline on the news. He's talking about taking the whole plate. He's talking about being successful. He's talking about um, just just wanting to impact his community. And these are the stories that, that, that we need to hear about. So on top of that, what are some of the things, what, what are the plans that you want to be? Like, what are your goals? Um, I wanted to uh, go to college, but... Before I do that, I wanted to become on a lieutenant in the military. Right, and you, uh, you, 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 I, you walk around because we have ROTC at the school. Yeah. So why, why does that fascinate you? The ROTC, right? Because it's like it's like a, um, I can just say it's like a miniature army. Like they're getting you ready to go into the army. It's showing you leader, leadership, discipline. You know how to keep yourself up, groomed, and all, and all stuff in that nature. Right now, that's something that you say that man because a lot of young people. They probably run trying to run away from being right. in the army. So, what about that discipline? What about that structure and, and, and keeping yourself grooming out? What what about that in, is uh, appealing to you? Um, it's appealing to me because they it's not just it's people showing that they care that they care about these um, students in the school and they want to see them succeed. Like first Sergeant Rush, he retired, but right. I still be in contact with him. You know, and he like really like turned me around. Like, and I was in eighth grade, and I went there, and I got in ninth grade. Then I had him, and then, you know, he was talking, and he became, he became like a mentor. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, teachers started seeing the difference to me because of him. Now, when you say turn you around, because how how, how old are you? I just turned 16. Just turned 16. So, I mean, you know, I got shoes that's older than you. So, when you say, <laughs> so, so when you say turn me around, what what are you talking about? Because, like, when I got, like, um, when I first got the first decades, it was, like, the end of my seventh grade. You could okay. know they got middle school. Right, right, middle school. So right. I was, like, I wasn't bad, but, like, I didn't know nobody like that. So, like, I was keeping my distance. And then that people started messing with me. And then I started getting with the wrong crowd. And then I started doing stuff, you know. Right, right, that right. That I was supposed to be doing. Okay, but you saw your way out of that. And, uh, and you attribute that to... The you know the ROTC and definitely some changes that you made and, and one of the things I want to do I want to uh, I want to recognize that right here on air in front of the millions of people listening because there are grown people Markel that have not changed their ways mm-hmm. so for you to do it just turn sixteen you know what I mean hats off to you for that because you know as you go throughout your life there are going to be a lot of different things you won't have to shift on you're going to have to pivot on right. you know what i mean and so it's good that you're able to do that right now because i'm sure that in even in your short um uh time um you you know some people that probably did not make the the the, the changes and, and what has happened to some of those people right um they end up in jail Right. I got a few family members, too. Right, right. Friends, people I know, associates. Okay, associates. Okay, (laughs) okay. You about business this morning. On that (laughs) note, we're about to take a quick break. Okay. A message from Liberty Mutual Insurance. When was the last time you met with your insurance agent? Are you adequately insured? Do you really know what full coverage insurance means? Hi, I'm Stephanie Coney, lead sales representative of Liberty Mutual Insurance. Call me, Stephanie Coney 
at 248-361-4811. I'm conveniently located in Farmington Hills. All coverages are underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. When you're looking for a trusted, professional, and creative team using state-of-the-art technology to capture your precious life moments and events, choose the second-to-none company for videography and live multimedia services. One Vision Media Group. Call us today at 1-800-764-3110 or visit our website at onevisionmediagroup.com. That's the number one, visionmediagroup.com. One Vision Media Group. Our focus is on you. Excited. All right, Tiffany the Engineer. That's one of my songs, Go by Comment. And we about to go right back in. See how I like see how I did that, Mark? We're about to go back into it. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, William Malcolm, AM fifteen hundred, WLQV. I'm here with Mr. Markel Stokes. Know that name. You're gonna hear a lot more of this young man in his lifetime. And before we went to break, we were talking about uh, you know, things to overcome and and and, and different things and, and taking the whole plate. Markel does not <laughs> believe in leaving anything on the plate. And I can attest to that because when I buy them food, Markel <laughs> makes sure he get all the pizza, all the donuts, all the cookies. No, I'm just messing with you. Um, but, okay, so let's back up a little bit. We were talking before we went to break about this program with the Future Project called the Dream Kings that I have in Frederick Douglass. Yes. Okay, so one of the biggest things that when I mapped out all of this, because I hope you, you know, this, this is, I've studied on what I could do to really impact you guys and the crown. Um, so all you guys get crowns, and you have to earn those crowns. Right. What does wearing a crown mean to you? It made me feel like a king. Made oh. me, made me feel like I can go to the highest extent. You know, can nobody? It's like a, it's like you are outcast, but a good outcast, not the bad outcast. Like when you wear the crown, you stand out. Right, right. People notice it you. Yeah, man. Um, and we're gonna talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about, we've done a lot of events in America, um, and I've taken these young men out. We, we went to uh, one event where it was about youth homelessness, yeah. and we actually had people tweeting. They saw, you know, 15, 16 young, uh, black, young black men walking around with crowns and suited, and people wanted to know what was going on. But uh, what has been some of the, 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 the interactions you've received while going out um, wearing a crown and people see you with the crown on and you always you guys are always suited up? What are some of those interactions? What do people say about that? Um, people, I, I like, like, people, like, they like this, this stuff. Like, they, 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 they think it's landing us, it's, um, landing us in a good, good way, good process, good um, um, path of leadership. Good. Now, let me ask you a question because I'm going to be honest with you, man. When I... When I took the bet on putting these crowns and going through the whole, you know, I do the whole coordination, America. They go, they got a whole process. We can't tell you everything because some of this is secret. It's a <laughs> whole process they go through, naming them as kings. And when I got ready to do that, I was like, this could either be real successful or real f- fail <laughs> yeah, because yeah. y'all may look at me and like, who is this coming in here with these crowns? So what has been the impact to the other students in the school? Like some students, they'd be like, "Oh, why y'all wearing that?" You know? Right, right. We always gonna get those. Right, right. Hey, <laughs> right, <know>. right. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like, but some people was like, really, the staff was really like on our side. We're like, "Yeah, Mr. Michael, a good person." You know, you should stay in that program. And then you got some students. I was like, "Okay, that's nice." And you got some students that just didn't have nothing to say about it. Right, right. And then you know what? It's funny because some of the ones that was the haters on the back end, they've been coming up saying, "How can I be in the yeah, drink?" After, <laughs> after, afterwards, afterwards. afterwards. Let's talk about what we did 
for the we have a sister school so uh, the uh, Frederick Douglass Leadership Academy for young men obviously is an all male school. Right. We have a sister school. What's the name of our sister school? Um, Detroit Institution of Arts, DIA. Right. Yep. DIA. Um, and so, um, what do we do on Valentine's Day? Oh, we um, in the morning, Mr. Markham had went and got these carnations, and we had to put them in like folders and paper that said Happy Valentine's Day, and we went over there in the morning, and we was passing our Valentine's Day to the young women over there. Right, right, and that was um, that was that was a dream for myself to come true because one of the things that I wanted to do was I wanted to talk to you all about misogyny. You know, I, th- I think that a lot of the music today is is anti women. It degrades our women, and I said, okay, I can stand up here, I'm blue in the face, and talk about it, but let me show them. So, so what we did was we ordered like 400 carnations. We wrote 400. They had to send me a poems. So we wrote poems, and we just popped up over at the school, yeah. and we just passed our carnations. And there again, I watched. I got video of you, Markel. You really. You really uh-huh. took that to heart, man. I mean, you were suited. You, you didn't let not one teacher or student walk past without giving them a carnation. What did, what are some of the things you heard from the young ladies over there that have received the carnations and the poems? What, what, what were some of the, their interact, their, their reactions from that? Like it was like you know how young ladies sit together, so they don't really see boys like that. But they were like really happy. They was really happy that we came and supported them and gave them you know flowers and stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. We're gonna do more of that. Um, <laughs> So let me talk about this. Let's. What does um, what does being a successful man mean to you? Being a successful man is like not just having a job, but like able to keep that job and to keep yourself up and to pay your bills on time, take care of your family, and you know overcome any obstacles in your way. Okay, so so you must have been looking at my sheet, man. Overcome any obstacles. That's <laughs> one of my my questions that I had. Um, <laughs> What obstacles have you had to overcome, if any? Um, really, just you know, putting in more work, putting in more work, getting getting better than the next man, because the next man will take your spot. That's right. You can always be replaced. I like that. So, so how does that? So, what you're saying that I'm assuming that man, um, it's, it's just a competition then. So, right. so how do you make sure that you? as a young man, are prepared for the competition every day? What are some things you do? Are you books you read? Do you meditate? What are some things you do to do to get yourself in that place to compete? Um, far as school, I read a lot. Okay. In football, I come to practice every day. I'm a captain. Come to practice and make sure I all my players. I didn't know that. You're a captain? Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> I just make sure all my players are stretching right, running right, breathing right, lifting right. And far as school, I read a lot and I write a lot. Like my English teacher, Ms. Rimmer, she keeps Shout me. out to Ms. Rimmer. We share her room. Yeah, her room is Ms. next Rimmer. to mine. I mean, and, and she does some great things with you, young man. Yeah, shout out to Ms. Rimmer. You know, she, um, she always holding it down, make sure we you know, got our stuff right. She will never let you come to her class and do not do no work. She does not all. play. She does not play at all. She's a real deal. So I'm about to take another, uh, uh, what do they call that? That's uh, not a commercial break or whatever, but I'm about to take another. Tiffany Engineer looking at me like, we don't do no more commercial. <laughs> no, but I'm about to say, I'm about to take another minute to pause because I just want to reiterate to America and Detroit the things that you're saying. Okay. Because this goes definitely against what we hear about young black men. Yeah. Okay, you just got through saying that you have goals. Yes. You don't like to leave nothing on the plate. And I know that because <laughs> you don't leave no food when I bring it. Um, you like to read. Yes. You like to write. Yes. Do, you, do you understand, Markel, that these... When you when when the na- the narrative of 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 you, when I say you, a young black man, that narrative is not 
you, do you like to read, that you like to write, that you're taking carnations and poems over to pass out to teachers and administrators? Thank you, Miss Tip. We got five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not what they say about you, right? Right. What are some of the things that you hear on the news or the media about young black men? Um, that really young black men can't amount to nothing. They can't really do anything. You know, they just you know they just freeloaders. You know, they they can't really accomplish anything. Like they just always in trouble. And let me ask you, man. And I agree. That's a, that's definitely what they say. So for you to hear that all your life, has that made you more determined? Has that at times made you like, well, they already said I can't do nothing, and I'm going to go to jail, I'm going to have a bunch nah. of kids, I'm going to do... What does that make you? How do you think? Well, like, when that made, when, that, when I heard that, it just made me get more ambitious, make me want to reach for my goals. Now, hold on, hold on, America. Did y'all hear that word, ambitious? <laughs> see, see, that boy been reading and writing, you know? <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, you know, more ambitious than trying to get what I want. You know, as far as doing what I got to do, making it through high school. Okay, okay. And and, and excelling through through high school, too. Um, let's talk about some advice right now. So, Frederick Douglass Leadership Academy for Young Men is, I want to say, is one of the best kept secrets. But, you know, it's a high school, but they also have middle school. Right. And so one of the things we're going to be doing, is, um, we talked about, we're going to be having you all coach a middle schooler. So, right, right now... Um, what are some things you know that you've gone through that you would give advice to a, 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 a seventh, sixth, seventh grader right now as to what not to, what pitfalls not to fall into? Um, really, don't don't just don't get with the <clears throat> don't don't get with the wrong crowd, you know, and just do your work, you know, listen to your teacher, respect them, give me staff members around there, respect them, you know. Just keep your work turned in when it's supposed to be turned in. Don't ever burn bridges with your parents or your grandmother or even your grandfather, cousins, uncles, anybody. You know, keep your distance. Learn how to walk away. That's, that's man, I, I need that advice right now. Um, <laughs> We got three minutes left, Um, so I got a couple of questions. I'll see how I'm going to ask you. Um, Let me ask you a question about the music, man. Because music, uh, and we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Do you think that the music, in every generation, things the music gotten worse. When I look back on the music I had, because you all actually told me, Miss Malcolm, that music wasn't that great either. Right. But the, the, is, is, is the music uplifting? Or when you really think about the lyrics and all that, is it uplifting? Or would you say it's not? I mean, like, the industry music, like, some rappers like J. Cole and them, they, they speak about real stuff that's, like, going on in okay. the world and stuff. Okay. But then you got, like, Band Gang and, like, all the un- underground music that's just bringing all type of negative energy to the young men and women. That's just making them just think, like, what's really going on, you know? Okay, so we got the peace sign. That means two minutes left. So with that being said, with you having your goals is you don't want to leave nothing on the plate. You work hard. Right. You want to read. You want to do that. I'm mean, some some point, and I'm just gonna put this out here. It's kind of a, a question and and some advice too. It's gonna be a point where you're gonna probably have to maybe separate yourself from some of that music, right? You know what I mean? Because it's, it's it's totally against where you are trying to be. Right. Um, we probably got about a minute and forty five. A minute and forty five seconds. seconds. So you good in math too? Um, if you talk to that young person out there. And adult, because I'm going to be honest, man, you, you, you have wisdom beyond your years. Talk to that person out there right now that is doubting themselves, and they may have some things that they've done in their lifetime that they've not turned away from. Talk to that person out there and, and encourage them. 
Um, I would, if they like going through something, I would like putting in God's <coughs> hands, you know, and um, you know, just everything will be okay. Just you know, do you and keep yourself up and do what you got to do. Find and find anybody that can help you. Okay, okay. You know what? And we got a little more. We're gonna talk to the music play Tiffany, <laughs> the engineer. But the other day we did something in the school um, about picture the, the project we did picture a uh, picture your future. Talk right. about that real quick. Oh uh, yeah, um, I can't think of his name. Uh, uh, Mr. Austin. Yeah, Mr. Austin. He had came to uh, my school, Frederick Douglass, and we was um, taking pictures. And he would actually write your name down, like what you want to be when you grow up and stuff. But it couldn't be like NBA or NFL. Yeah, we're, we're, or I, I told him that. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't, couldn't be none of that. So um, it was a few people. It was a few people talking about they wanted to be like an engineer and stuff like that. And what did you say? I said I wanted to be a lieutenant in the military. Right, right. And he asked me what like what's the branch I want to go to. I said it's between the army and the marines. I'm not really for sure. Right. And so one of the things we're gonna do, America, is we're gonna we took it on green screen. So we're going to post and pose their whatever environment they're in. So with that, man, we done talked out of time. Um, just, just give your last shot. Give some shout outs if you want to. Go ahead. You're shout, out to, shout out to my grandma. You know, she's a, um, um, on the board at Northwestern. Shout out to my mom. And shout out to my grandfather for being here. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Brown. The cameraman. This is William Malcolm. Have a great weekend. God bless. Sponsored by William Malcolm Lux Collection. The hometown advantage. It's up and down Main Street. It's also in the office downtown, the factory by the river, and the farm down the road. That's because most folks who work here love living here. They care about this community. They work hard to succeed, and that makes a difference. At MotorCityHelpWanted.com, we're proud to work our hometown advantage around the clock, connecting local employers to local job seekers. Post your job today on MotorCityHelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. The hometown advantage. You see it in the shops and offices downtown, in our factories, schools, and farms. Jet the accountant has it. So do Corey in IT and Amber, the vet tech. They found local jobs at MotorCityHelpWanted.com. It's where local employers find local workers like you, people who care about this community. Search jobs and apply online right now. Get the advantage of finding a job close to home at MotorCityHelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. Looking for more than just a job? Look in the right place. For a career that inspires you, visit ChristianJobs.com.